welcome to another episode of the No But For Real podcast. It's your host, Christine, checking in. And of course, I've got my girl, Ashley, with me. Hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh. Um, How are you, girl? Girl, I'm good. I have been having a really good past couple of weeks, I would say. I've been getting some sleep. I've been trying to drink my water. I did a detox program. So, you know, I'm just trying to get everything all balanced out and, you know, sit. Oh my gosh. It sounds like you got a lot of new things going on. It's been a fun past couple of weeks for me too. I I'm so excited to see you honestly, because we need a really good check-in. Like yes. a lot of changes have happened. So that's what we're going to spend a lot of this episode doing, just getting into where we're at in life right now among just the changing seasons and everything we have going on. Yeah. So if you're tuning in for the first time, guys, this is the No But For Real podcast, where we talk about all topics that affect Black women from dating and relationships to mental health and more. And you can find us on Instagram at No But For Real podcast. All right, y'all, you know where to find us. You know what's up, but let's get into it. Ashley, how are you? Tell me about this detox program. Like, when did that come up? Girl, um, it was a very random decision. First, I'll say, um, the detox program, it's a 15 day situation. I'm, I haven't really done a lot of detox programs at all, but I'm just kind of looking for new ways to just, you know, take care of my body and take care of myself. Let me shout out the trainer whose program I'm doing. Uh, he's on Instagram at I'm Rock Solid Fitness. And when I tell you he's getting bodies together and snatching waists and booties plumped, Whoa. you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to look like that. So um, a, a friend of mine, actually, um, she trains with him and he trains a lot of um, the Instagram girls. And he is all about like these girls are in the gym working out, taking care of their bodies. You know what I'm saying? I right. love that, that he's all about putting in the work. So when I saw that, I'm I'm all for it. That's oh what I want to do. Hell yeah. And does it come with like a meal plan and things like that? Meal or is it just- pl- yeah, meal plan. Um, there's instructional video where it'll show you each of the workouts uh, in full. And with the detox program, um, he is literally the entire workout. So you can do it as you watch. So again, I'm all about that being a mom. And sometimes I can't make it to the gym. So I need other options. So I, I, I've been doing this and... I can't complain. Wow. Honestly, you're putting me to shame right now because it's barely, we barely got into fall or winter. You're already working on your summer body and just getting <laughs> snatched. Like I'm trying, girl. No, I love that for you. I, you know, my form of release was doing boxing and I was doing that yes. like two times a week, 6 a.m. girl, putting in that work, beating the bag, also doing strength training. But I got to admit, I actually took a step back this week because I just started a new job. Yes. Which I'll get into. But, you know, my fitness is kind of taking us a backseat right now. But you just gave me mad motivation to get back on it because health is wealth. Yes. And honestly, when I'm not in the gym like that, I feel like my mental health, like it's easier for me to feel down. Yeah. Most days mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, just getting that energy boost. Yeah. And girl, you've been giving me motivation. Trust me. I've been seeing you on Instagram at, up in the morning because oh I, I love to box and I used to. So I'm like, man, I need to give back because that's like a total body workout. 
A hundred percent. Yeah. Like there's not one workout that I didn't leave there, like full body drenched, Mm -hmm. sweating. And that's how I was starting my days. And if it honestly, it felt amazing. I just got a lot going on right now. So it's taking a slight break, but girl, get get back. Cause boxing is really it. Yeah. I need to, I got some frustration to, to let out anyway. Well, bang, bang. That's, that's how I got to do it. Y'all know, like, life just tries you in so many different ways. Yes. You definitely need that release. Yeah. Um, like I just kind of glossed over, I did get a new job recently. Yes, lady, let's get some hand claps for that. So tell us about this job. Oh, well, without giving too much away about what company it is, <laughs> if you follow me on IG, you'll know. Um, I'm a copywriter, I'm a creative copywriter. That's what I've been doing for the last few years. And I was previously at a company that I really admired. Very trendy, really cool. Yeah. I'll say it because I'm no longer there. I was at Fashion Nova <laughs> and woo, it was a ride. I mean, I created a viral stimmy tag. Yes. <laughs> everybody got it was me. Um, it's the stimmy for me, guys. <laughs> it's the creativity as well. Um, I had so much fun there. It was definitely a learning experience to get my feet wet with copywriting, yeah. but ultimately I felt like the work environment started to go in, in a just toxic direction that wasn't for me. And I was like, you know what? I love what I'm doing. I just yeah. want to make sure I love where I'm doing it. So now I've moved on to a new company and so far so good. Like okay. it's been really early. So I'm like treading carefully, but honestly it feels like night and day from where I was at Yeah, getting more money. Shorty's in a yes. new tax bracket. Oh, So it's feeling really good. I feel like I made such a like timely good change for my career and it's it's having ripple effects in other areas of my life yeah. because you know it takes like like uh it's a leap of faith it's yeah. a risk yeah switching jobs in this economy and everything we yeah. got going on but to to know that I was like wanted elsewhere made me feel really good yeah yeah when you get a new job like you can always feel when it's probably a good fit like not just the people that you're working with but like the building, like, I feel like all of that stuff matters for me. Like, the environment, like, I have to feel like, okay, like, I actually want to spend time here. And that way, I'll actually want to do my job. Right. So, I know from the, the little snippet that you've given us, like, everything looks really cute and kind of so, fancy, you very know? fancy, very elevated. It's giving bougie. Yes. It's giving all the vibes <laughs> that I need right now. And I'm really excited to see where it goes, especially with me as a copywriter, like, you know, we came out here to be hosts and be on TV and do entertainment, all these different things. Yeah. But writing has always been like my bread and butter mm-hmm. and doing a different style of it now at this stage of my life feels really good. It's yeah. interesting. And I'm like, all right, girl, let's see. Ride this till the wheel falls off. Let's, yeah. You know, I could eventually pivot back to being on TV because y'all know I want to get my face out there. Uh, yeah. But one thing at a time, got to pay the bills too. Well, there's always more than one way to get what you want. And who says that you only have to have one skill? I'm a total believer in whatever your skills are. If it's one, two, three, four, five, whatever it is, like, go for it. Like, mm. I, I think those days of people telling us you only have to do one thing and focus on that one thing. Those days are over. Period. Like, put yourself out there and show, show the world your talent that you have. Likewise, girl. You know yes. we out here. Yes. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Well, how have you been? Like, how have you been like passing the time? What's new besides the detox program? Um, well, I am still being a mommy at home, but I myself just got a new job myself. Hey, yes. Clap, 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 clap. Clap. <laughs> um, so without giving too much information, I'll just say that 
I am super excited to work for this company. It is a Black-owned company, okay. a woman-owned company, Talk and we it. support other Black uh, women business owners. So that is something I strongly believe in. I cannot wait to start um, and learn from the women that I'm going to be working with. Um, it's just, honestly, it's, it's it is the type of situation where I say I want to be around people that I can learn from. And mm-hmm. I know that that is exactly what I'm walking into. I love that for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We both, I feel like just turned a, a corner yes. recently with yes. our gigs, just the way that we're pouring into ourselves. I love that for you. It's important. I mean, it's very easy for, I feel like for us as women to always look out for other people and put other people ahead of us. But at some point in time, you have to wake up and like, you know, I'm choosing me. Uh, I'm going to do what I need to do for me, my family, set things up, move things around. And I feel like that's what we're both doing right now. And and we don't need to feel guilty about it. No, We need to walk into this with confidence Yes, and own it. Own it. Love that for us. I love that. Honestly, it's been such a transformative time, um, just like with the job. And I'm like been decorating my apartment because it's the first time living on my own. All these fun little things. But like when I need to just relax and dumb out and just turn off my brain, I love binge watching TV. In fact, I would go as far as to say it's one of my love languages. Yes. If we can (laughs) sit down and watch like a series together. I don't know. Like, I don't know how far else we'll go. Yeah. And don't you dare try to, to watch it without me because it's going to be a problem. It's where I'm throwing hands. Yeah. Like, period. Yeah. <laughs> I'm binge watching a couple of shows right now. Like, I I feel like quarantine has opened a new box for me. Like, I've kind of been watching um, either old shows, I mean, from like the early 2000s, mm. or I've even rewatched series um, that I've seen before. Right. And of course, like, I'm jumping on the bandwagon and watching all the new stuff, too. Right. Speaking of the new stuff, I started Squid Games the other night. Okay. Oh, if I mean, if you've been on social media in the last few days, or by the time you're hearing this episode, you will have seen the type of splash that this show made. It's a Korean show that's on Netflix, and it's very dark. It's very just... Uh, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but definitely check it out. If you are good with, like, gory, dark um twisted games like okay this will be a show for you um I haven't started watching it yet I will eventually and when I say eventually I mean probably in the next two weeks or so um but I've heard a really good thing so I'm kind of mm-hmm. excited um are you liking it is it something you're gonna continue watching I'm liking it I'm like five episodes in okay I'm not actually sure how many episodes there are I think it is a limited series but it's intrigued me enough that I'm like, yeah, I need to see how this ends. I'm invested. I will say if you are a fan of Black Mirror on Netflix, you'll definitely get into this. It's in that same family of dark, twisted, but you can't stop watching. Yeah. So. Okay. Speaking of shows, actually, Insecure is coming back pretty soon. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm so sad that this is the last season, but I think that it's coming at the perfect time because I feel like. I feel like we're finally like really able to wrap up all of the character stories. So even though I'm sad it's the last season, I think that it's appropriate. It, you know, you're right. And I think after the way, I mean, last season surprised me with the pacing and how like juicy the writing actually got. Yeah. Because end of season three, I was like, I don't know if I see Insecure having like a very long shelf life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but shout out to the writer. Shout out to Issa. Shout out yes. to everybody who really made the show just like a staple in the culture. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. I think it's going to end with a bang. And it's such a special show for us in particular. Because I know. That's 
how we started hosting together. <laughs> That's what we started on that show. And like, like you said, it's such a, a staple in our culture. Um, and it's just so relatable. Like there's so many different things that have happened on that show that I'm like, damn, like I've either seen that happen or damn, that was me or that's happened to me. And I'm just, I'm really going to miss the show. I can tell you right now, maybe before this new season starts, I might go back and binge watch all of the season. No judgments. <laughs> like, are you kidding? I think I saw some tweet where it was like, if you watched at least one or two episodes every Sunday until it premieres, you can catch up. Or okay. Okay. Or a season each weekend. So girl, I, I, I'm not mad at it. Definitely go for it. Yes. I think I'm going to do it. Um, You know, and shout out to Issa again, just for making such an incredible show. I, I mean, she's one of those people in the business right now who I think her story is remarkable. And I love yes. how transparent it's been, you know, like we saw her from the awkward, um, awkward I don't want black girl, awkward black girl yep. to now fleshing out these different uh, other web series, the choir, all mm-hmm. these different things to finally get to insecure. Yeah. Is, I mean, you, you could dream for a career like that. It's mind blowing. And I love that she has been in control the entire time and she's been fighting for her vision Um, And she's been giving opportunities to, you know, people, names that we know and names that we don't know. And that's what I love about her is it's not about the glitz and the glam. It's about her vision, uh, what she sees, what she wants. And Issa staying true to Issa. And that's what I absolutely love about her. I love that, too. She she, I mean, on one hand, she made some people that we didn't know before household names now. Like we all know Yvonne Orji Mm -hmm. as Molly, you know, like she put on so many amazing actors and actresses on the show. Yeah. And then she's also given people her flowers in the industry. Like she had Carrie Washington direct an episode last season, you know, like leaning on other black talent who kind of like paved the way for Mm -hmm. what she's doing right now on HBO on a major show. And I love that you brought up that she's really fought for her vision because Recently, she had an interview with um, The Hollywood Reporter where she talked about some advice that she was given earlier on while creating the Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl series. A white colleague of hers advised her to add a white character on the show to make it more relatable. (sighs) Seriously? That's my response. (sighs) (laughs) I I, I don't understand why at this point in time, we're still having to have this conversation. Why is it that a show that has either all or majority of Black characters needs something in there, something else sprinkled in there to be acceptable? Right. Like that word acceptable is just acceptable to who? And, and, and who are you, whoever this executive is, to call these shots? Let me give you the actual quote for everyone who's listening. Issa said... She was just like, girl, if you want this shit to set off to the next level, you got to put a white character in there. Then white people will care about it. Then NPR is going to write about your shit and it'll blow up. And then it literally happened. Like, isn't that like that's sad? That's sad. Like it because then you think about it, then she pivoted to Insecure and then she had a white character named Frida. She Mm -hmm. was a co-worker of Issa's when she worked at that nonprofit. Yeah. And come to think of it, like. Once Issa's storyline pivoted away from being at the nonprofit and doing her own thing, I completely forgot about Frida. Oh, yeah. She was a non-factor to me as a character, yet she was expected to be the thing that would make everyone care about the show. Exactly. So it's just like, are you saying that you need a white character to care about Black stories or Black faces or Black skin? Like, is that what we're really talking about here? I mean, you have to look at the subtext because that's such a, like, big statement to make. And think about how many other 
you know, white shows are out there that are all white ensembles. Yeah, that I love. And it has nothing to do with someone's skin color. Like I watched The Hills and Laguna Beach and all these other different shows, you know, growing up. And it wasn't I never in my mind thought, hey, let's throw some black people in there so I can care. Like if it's a good story to me, I'm going to care about it. It has nothing to do with. You know what I'm saying? Someone's skin color. And that's not to say that I would like to see, you know, different characters or whatever thrown in there. But that is not going to, um, for me personally, uh, say, well, I don't care. Right. I think it's just if you need the thing is, like, representation is important, especially for like the younger generation. You want to be able to, like, see yourself in the medium that you want to be in. If you Mm want to be an actress, a a Black actress, yeah, you would definitely want to see other Black actresses on screen. However, I feel like it's, you're you're trying to tell a story here. And in Issa's case, like, she was trying to tell Black stories. Exactly. It's like, it it, it reminds me of the whole Friends debate, you know what I mean? Like, five white friends living in New York city. They never had any other black friends, you know, like it does kind of make you wonder why there was no interaction there. And that definitely wasn't organic. And I think that's like a fault of the show as much as I love it. Yeah. But I think in Issa's case, like it was very natural. They did interact with other white people at we got y'all, but it wasn't in a way that it needed to be a center point. So it's kind of sad that it was like encouraged to be a bigger deal than it needed to be. Yeah. And I, 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 I feel like there Definitely, like, inclusion and representation is is a very important thing, uh, especially, you know, me saying that as a Black woman. But there are situations and there are stories where it's not necessary, it's not called for, or that's not the story. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like another person who was very good at that and stuck to his guns was John Singleton. He told a lot of Black stories mm. um, that didn't have white characters and then there were some that had white characters and it was good as hell like one of my favorite movies of his is brothers with uh, mark Wahlberg, tyrese mm. um don't kill me because i can't remember the other people on the <laughs> under three thousand. um that's a great story that had white and black characters and it made sense and it was organic and it wasn't forced right i i, I it's so funny we're getting to that too because a lot of people were talking about that with, you know, when Blackish got big and like how it was like very centered on telling like this Black family story. But then it was like um, all the spinoffs started to make it feel so forced. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think that's such a good point that you bring up about it being like organic, really good storytelling. You know, some are meant to serve a purpose, but sometimes it's just like I kind of just want to like watch this show and escape and like take the I don't want to say the politics out of it because I can never take off my blackness or anything like that, but just kind of enjoy it for what it is and not be counting like how many black people are in the scene. Right. Did they fit the quota of like what's acceptable? Yeah. Well, my thing is like, okay, so when we, when we do tell black stories and we make things, you know, shows or movies or whatever that allow us to do that, how come the black productions are being looked at as saying, Hey, maybe we should sprinkle in a couple of white people here and there. But I feel like maybe major productions like black people or people of color, honestly, like we weren't even able to start those conversations and feel comfortable about not being blackballed until recently. Right. And it's crazy hearing like OGs in the industry talk about their horror stories from that time where, you know, social media wasn't what it is now to have exposed what they dealt with in the industry being black and just trying to like fight for your place. Yeah down to like the hair and makeup that you use to like Mm. being on screen, which 
a whole nother topic. Yeah. But shout out to Issa just to kind of wrap up more of her interview. She, you know, she continued on to say, I was like, F no, this show isn't about Frida. That was when I started actively resisting. When Issa quit work and got and we got rid of the we got y'all storyline, I realized, oh my gosh, our show is just about Black characters now in the most refreshing way. I hope that not having to think of an audience that isn't us and being okay with that isn't is passed on. I want people to know that we're enough. I love that. And thank you. Because thank you. somebody has to do it. Somebody has to say it. And I love that she is, she's not scared. This is officially an East Area Stan account. Just right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's just tie that all up there in case you haven't figured that out. Um, I'm excited. It comes back on October 24th. It may be out by the time this episode premieres. Who yeah. knows? But it's such a show that's important to us. So we're definitely going to continue to talk about it. Yes. I will say the one piece um, that I am looking forward uh, for this season. I can't wait to hear what you're looking forward to. I can't wait to hear what's going to happen with Lawrence and Kendola and this baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what's going to happen? I'm so here for it because Black Twitter had me in an uproar with all the nicknames, calling her Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> Candela, all these <laughs> things. So I'm so excited for that storyline. That's that's honestly what I'm most excited for. And actually, I'm really excited to see how they wrap up Issa's career. Cause like that's yeah. her love life part of it with Lawrence and things like that. But we also know this whole series has been about Issa's personal development yes. as, as much as it's been about the relationships in her life, whether it's Molly or Lawrence that billboard that they have for the final season mm-hmm. like she looks glowed all the way yes. up so i'm like is it gonna end with her getting some like really cool opportunity is she gonna leave la yeah you know like i think it's gonna be something major but definitely want to know what you guys think we love hearing from you um whether it's on instagram or on wherever you find our podcast by living leaving us a glowing five-star review that's a great place to connect with us. We'd love to hear what you're thinking of the show. And it really supports us in a major way when we get those reviews. So please be sure to give us a five-star review. Five stars. Thank you. Five star, five star. <laughs> Let me stop. All right, y'all. It's been so good catching up with you guys. Um, I just catching up with where we're at in life and what's to come. Yes. We've got a couple more episodes to round out this season. And I'm so looking forward to it. I'm so looking forward to it. Thank you again for your support so far. And we will catch up with you guys next time. All right, y'all. Follow the pod on No No But For Real podcast on Instagram. Again, that's No But For Real podcast on Instagram. And kick it with me on there as well at Christine I. Alexis. And you guys know where to find me at Ashley Reed Allen. All right, y'all. See you next time. See you next time. Peace.